Welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. I know there are a lot of English learning podcasts out there, and it means so much that you chose to listen to this one. If I could ask a favor from you, please leave a rating and a review. It really helps other people find the channel. Once again, thank you so much and enjoy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We ready to do this or what? It looks like we're live, so welcome everybody. Hope everyone out there is doing well on this Saturday. Hope you're ready to learn some English. This week's lesson is going to focus on movies. And I had this planned a couple weeks ago after the Oscars. We'll talk about the Oscars a little later. I had no idea that uh, Will Smith was going to slap one of my favorite comics, Chris Rock. Love that guy. So um, I want to say hi to a couple people, though. Anya's here. Saw Anya. Alex, what is going on? Yelena, welcome. Audie, hope everything is going well in Thailand. Who else is here? Did I say Freddie Wolf yet? Hey, Freddie Wolf from France. How are you? Welcome. And Malamai, hope you're doing well. Hey, Fayez is here. What's shaking? Not a whole lot. Yulia, welcome. If you can hear, I got a little music playing in the background. If it is too distracting, let me know in the chat. I'll turn it off. But hopefully it's kind of relaxing. Learn a little English get a little relaxed at the same time. Yeah, so today we're going to oh before before if you could please help me out just go ahead hit that like button, hit that thumbs up. It helps other people find the find the lesson. All right, so let's get into um some of these terms we are going to be talking about with movies and I'll also have sentences on the screen. I will read those sentences. Maybe you can practice shadowing. I think it really helps when you can see the English and hear the English at the same time. All right. Where are we here? Looking for my banners. Where, oh, I got it right here. There it is. We're going to start off, I think, pretty easy. Most people who have been studying English for a couple months probably no movie theater but of course in english we have to make it difficult so there are a couple different ways you can pronounce theater and there are a couple different ways you can spell theater but let's start off pretty easy and i would like to teach you a term that native english speakers use it's right there in the blue a movie theater 
is where you can catch a movie. So a native English speaker might say, hey, do you want to catch a movie with me this weekend? They could say, hey, do you want to go see a movie? But I, I know so many people want to sound a little bit more native. You could use that term catch, catch a movie instead of going to see a movie. Hope that helps there. Another thing that can make uh, theater difficult is that it has two different spellings. Americans, we got to be different. So we spell it one way, and basically the rest of the world spells it a different way. Okay, so you may see theater spelled theater in Canada and the UK, Australia, New Zealand, pretty much anywhere else besides the United States. Another thing about theater is that if you go to the American South, okay, those are states like Texas, Florida, they may pronounce theater as theater, theater. They actually pronounce that A and the E in the middle there. So it's theater. But if you say theater, everybody's going to know what you say. But if you're down there, the, the people who live there, they might pronounce it a little bit differently. Hey, Mary, Iran is in the house. Not sure if anybody saw the World Cup drawing yesterday, but Iran and the U.S. were in the same group. So I think we're going to be playing soccer against each other. At least our countries will. You don't want me playing soccer anywhere. I'm not very good. Sam the Taiwanese, how are you doing? Danny from France. Elena, good to see you again. Good to see you again. Just looking through the chat to make sure Errone is here. Just making sure. Mega, so many familiar names. What is going on? What's going on? Idris, you've never been in a movie theater? Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. I prefer to watch movies at my house rather than going to the theater. But if there is a big movie release, I do go to the theater. But it's getting so expensive. We're going to talk about prices soon. Let us know in the chat. Do you prefer to watch movies at home? Or you do you prefer to watch movies in the theater? Anya saying hello to Arone. Arone. The next one you might hear with movies is runtime. Runtime. And this can be important if you're going to see a movie, but you have something to do after. So, right here, runtime is how long a movie is. Start time is when a movie starts. So, when we are talking about movies, we don't say start time. We might say runtime. But if you're looking up the movie to see when it starts, you will see start time. 
and you will see runtime. Some of the movies that are being made today are so long. Um, some of those Marvel movies are almost three hours long. So if you are going to see a movie in the early evening and you have to go out to eat after, you might want to check the runtime just to make sure it doesn't run too long. Runtime is how long a movie is. Start time is when the movie starts. Here's another thing. I don't have a slide for it, but right when you get to the theater, if you get there right around the time a movie starts, you will probably catch the trailers or the previews. And those are the little snippets of movies that are being shown before the longer movie. I always like to arrive at the theater early so I can watch those trailers or the previews. We use both terms. But before a movie starts, they might have three or four trailers. Those trailers are probably three or four minutes long, and it gives you a preview of some of the movies coming out later. Snippets, that's in all caps, just because I didn't know if you would know that term. Snippet, it's a small part of something longer, a small part of something longer. And I would like to teach you something that YouTube is doing now. So as you're watching this lesson, either live or on replay, you can make a clip. That is a little snippet of this longer lesson, you can send it to yourself so you can watch it later. So you could do like a 15 second clip or a 30 second clip of something I say, text it to yourself so you can pull that up anytime you want to practice. Just in case that doesn't make sense, take a look at that. Let me get rid of some of this stuff so you can see it. I looked at one of my other videos and I circled it. It's right at the bottom. I think YouTube only started doing this about a week or two ago. And it's a clip. So when you click on that clip, it gives you a period of time. I mean, you could probably clip the whole video, but that doesn't make too much sense. But if you want to study this lesson later, you can make a clip, send it to yourself, watch it later, and it will start at the exact moment you want it to start. Or if you have a friend who's also learning English, you could clip them a part of this lesson, send it to them. I've done that with my Italian, like, oh, I need to remember that, clip it, and then I just save it on my phone. I just text it to myself. Hope that helps. If there are any questions. Ah, Natalia, great question. What's the difference between a trailer and a teaser? Nothing. We use all of those terms. I forgot about teaser. So teaser, trailer, preview, all the same. Oh, it looks like Cecilia is here from Argentina. 
Welcome. All right, just checking the chat for more questions. Nicole is here. There you go. That's a good time. Hey, now that the theaters are opening, and if you have a little extra money, that is a good idea, Nicole. Hope everyone is having a great day. And if you have free time, you should go to a theater and watch something with your friends. Perfect English right there. Perfect English. Freddie Wolf says, sometimes when the movie is so long that it is cut in the middle to get a pause, how do you call that? In French, we call it, I'm not even going to try. I know a little French, but I don't dare say that. Um, yeah, we that is rare. That is rare. But if that does happen, we would call it an intermission. We would call it an intermission. Um, this happens in plays, though. So if you go to the theater to see a live stage production, if you go see a live act where people are on stage and acting, they do have intermissions. And often in the middle, they will have snacks available for you. Yeah, you might have to pay for them. But my daughter is actually in a performance. And she got the lead. She got the lead. We'll talk about lead role a little bit later. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm also, you know, I'm still battling some allergies. Excuse me. Hey, look at that. Dominica is from Sri Lanka. I have been watching a lot of videos from Sri Lanka. I would love to visit Sri Lanka one day. I hope you are finding enough gasoline. I know that there is a gasoline shortage in Sri Lanka, but I would love to visit Candy and I would love to visit Colombo. They look like great places to visit. Aroni. All right, this is not about sports, but I was talking with my friend yesterday. His, his name is Tim. I was talking with Tim yesterday. I'm like, how? How did Italy not make the World Cup? You couldn't beat North Macedonia? And I, I would love to visit North Macedonia, by the way. I don't think anyone is watching from North Macedonia, but whoa, Montenegro, North Macedonia. It's like beautiful places. If anybody is watching from the Balkans, let me know. I would love to visit. All right, the next one. But, but you're here to learn about movies. The next one I have for you is reserved seating. Reserved seating. So sometimes when you go to a theater, your seat will be picked out for you before you arrive. So if you have reserved seating on the ticket, it will tell you your seat number. It's usually a letter and a number, but we call it a seat number. The row might have a letter and then the seat will have a number. I have a little banner here for you. Okay. If you have reserved seating, you can pick exactly what seat you want in the theater. If it's reserved seating. We have something else though. Called general admission. And you can see that in bold right there. 
general admission means you get whichever seats are left when you get there. First come, first serve. So you might hear that when you get to a theater. It's, it's, it's first come, first serve. That just means whoever gets there first gets the best seats. And if you get there late, you get whatever is left. Now, my my movie theater, my local town, has these really nice seats. That's the next one we're going to talk about. They have these really nice seats. It's reclining seating. They have recliners there. So if something is reclined seating, you can you can lean back and relax. Do you know that? Do you know that phrasal verb? Lean back. I just leaned back. So it's more relaxing if you're in a recliner to watch a movie. Most of the time, if there is reclined seating, it's going to be reserved. So you'll have your seat already picked out. And on the website at my local theater, you can pick your seat before you go to the theater just so you know you're going to get a good seat. If there is a big release, summer blockbuster, we're going to talk about that in a minute. If there is a big release, sometimes I wait until the next weekend so I get a better seat. Just depends on the movie. Okay. Macedonia. Uh-oh, uh-oh, be careful. In English we say North Macedonia. I don't want to I don't want to make anybody in Greece mad. Oh, the allergies. <clears throat> the allergies. Yeah, so um, runtime. We would say runtime. Yeah, the runtime of the movie. Italia. Let's see here. Question. Is it frowned upon to leave the movie in the middle? What if you have to go to the bathroom? Or you want more popcorn? We're going to talk about popcorn in a minute. These are good questions, Natalia. Thank you so much for asking. So I have left a movie in the middle because it was so bad. Um, you could probably ask the theater for your money back if you want. But when I left, I just left. There's, there's no problem with that. Sometimes a movie is just so boring or you just leave. That happens. Um, the next one, though, what if you have to go to the bathroom? Just go. In the United States, maybe you have seen our large drinks. Well, they do serve large drinks at the theater. And yeah, I usually have to go to the bathroom in the middle. You can get a seat on the aisle. Seat on the aisle. Let's see, I'll, I'll spell that because it has a, a little different spelling. You can get a seat on the aisle. Hey, Miho, Japan's here. How are you? You can get a seat on the aisle. That means right where the row starts. So you don't have to ask anybody to move. So you can go to the bathroom. But a simple, hey, excuse me, excuse me. People understand. Now, if you're getting up to go to the bathroom six, seven times during the movie, you might annoy somebody. Uh, once or twice. Ah, oh, excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. 
no problem there. No problem there. Any more questions? I love doing these live lessons because people can ask questions. You know, teachers aren't always perfect. Maybe we forget to mention something. Uh, Nicole, would you recommend some movies or series which we should watch to improve our English? Hmm. I guess my, my advice to you is pick what you like. So I'm a pretty big Marvel fan, the Marvel movies, and I'm trying to learn Italian. So this week, a new Marvel thing came out on Disney Plus called Moon Knight. So I started watching it in Italian. So I suggest whatever you like to watch in your native language, just watch it in English. And sometimes you already have the background knowledge, like you know what the series is about or you know what the movie is about. So when you watch it in English, it's just a little bit easier. So that's what I would recommend. Good question. Regis from Francis here. Welcome. Nice. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Marvel movies, the classics. I like Iron Man. Love, love, love Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Sam watched Moon Knight yesterday. Yeah, I watched it in Italian. So I'm not exactly sure what's going on exactly, but, and it really helps with the pictures. So even though you don't know exactly what is going on in English, you might not catch everything, the pictures, what's going on, the visuals, it really helps. It really helps. <clears throat> All right. What's that? Hey, Brent, are the states has bed seats my country mm, i'm not sure what that means audi um we do have some theaters that are almost like restaurants so you can have dinner and a movie you know what that's not one of my terms but if you are going on a date with somebody or a friend a dinner and a movie is a very common term you will hear. Hey, do you want to go to a dinner or do you want to have dinner and see a movie? Um, if you're going on a date with somebody, you might, you might call it dinner in a movie, dinner in a movie. So you get something to eat and then you go watch the movie, dinner in a movie. So we have some theaters like that around here, but um, the one closest to my house doesn't serve dinner. I just fill up on popcorn. That might be a new English phrasal verb for you. Look at that. Fayez, I do not have that as one of my terms, but let's talk about it. Yeah, a movie buff. We say movie buff all the time. I am a movie buff. The Godfather, Toy Story. Feel free in the comments. What are your favorite movies? I asked yesterday or the day before in the community tab, what's your favorite movie? And I got a lot of them. They were good. Casablanca. Yeah. Um, aficionado, probably a little too formal, but movie buff 
for sure. For sure. No, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say movie freak. No, not in the United States at least. Now, freak usually has a bad connotation. Hmm. Yeah, movie buff though. I'd go movie buff. What's that? Huge fan of Toy Story. I quote it all the time. When you say a line, we'll talk about line in a minute. When you say a line from a movie, you're quoting it. So if I quoted Toy Story, I might say to infinity and beyond, quoting that movie. No, 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 no. We don't know. We don't have that. No, we don't have bedrooms for two people in a movie. No, we would call that a hotel maybe, but no, we don't like a capsule hotel. We don't. Okay. So I know you're not talking about a capsule hotel. I know Thailand has some capsule hotels and Vietnam has capsule hotels. I would love to stay in a capsule hotel one day in the United States. I think they're almost illegal. I don't think you can have capsule hotels because in the United States or a bedroom in a movie theater, we have something called a fire code. A fire code means it has to be safe. If there is a fire, many people could die. So I don't think capsule hotels are legal in the United States. Just because you have so many people in a small area, if there was a fire, it could be bad. But I would love to stay in one one day. All right, let's uh, movie buff amateur. Now, a movie buff is just someone who loves to watch movies. Uh, not make movies like a professional. Just watch movies. A movie buff. All right. Man, I am a bad person to ask because I don't watch a lot of TV and I don't go to the movies very often because it's expensive. I watch a lot of YouTube, but which are the most popular movies and series in the US right now? Um, what are people? To- I don't know. That's pretty bad, right? Um, I cannot think of it. Oh, Yellowstone. I've heard people talking about Yellowstone and I don't know where it's streaming. Hmm. I'm sorry. I don't know enough. I don't know enough. Oh, (laughs) that is a pet peeve of mine. A pet peeve, like a, a little thing that annoys you. A pet peeve. But yes, when a baby is crying... In the theater. Why does this annoy me so much? Well, the baby isn't there to watch the movie. And I understand you might not have a babysitter. But, you know, just take a couple years out of your life. My wife Jamie and I did this. When you have small children, maybe you can't go to the movies. Just stay in, watch the movie. You know, at your house, a little pet peeve of mine, but I agree. I agree. All right. Yeah. Modern family, Brian. Yeah. It's a little older. Um, but at one time, like my wife loved modern family. It's pretty funny. 
pretty funny. All right, let's move on with some other terms here. We did that one. Oh, one of my favorite concessions. Concessions. This is what we call the snacks at a movie theater. Right when you walk in, you are going to see the concessions or you will see the concession stand. We use both terms, concession, concession stand. You can get popcorn there. You can get candy there. But you know one problem with the concessions at the movie theater? They're what we call overpriced. Overpriced. So what happens a lot of times, let me tell you a story here. Where my theater is located, right next door is a Dollar Tree. That is a store where you can buy everything for a dollar. Well, a couple weeks ago, it went up to a dollar twenty-five. So a dollar and a quarter now. But you can go into the Dollar Tree, buy some candy for a dollar or dollar twenty-five and sneak it into the theater sneak it in you put it in your pocket don't tell anyone and then you get cheaper snacks so at the movie theater what cost you a dollar at the dollar store might cost five dollars at the concessions so sneak in the snacks don't don't tell them i i told you to do that i don't want to get in trouble but the snacks are overpriced. They cost too much money. And you can see right there, gasoline right now costs an arm and a leg or both. So if something is really expensive, it might cost an arm and a leg. If something is really expensive, it might cost an arm and a leg. If something is overpriced, you may not want to buy it. If something is overpriced, you may not want to buy it. I know I don't. I know I will get my candy at the Dollar Tree, sneak it in. Now, drinks, you can get soda, drinks, water, juice at the concession stand. But that's a little harder to sneak in. Sometimes, don't tell anyone. Sometimes, when Jamie and I go to the movies, she will bring a big purse, a big purse, and we will sneak our drinks in that way. Don't tell anyone. But it's so expensive, the concession stands. If something is really expensive... It might cost an arm and a leg. You probably have heard that idiom, right, before? Apple the Frog is here. Don't get in trouble with your grandmother. Make sure you go to bed, right? Thailand's Thailand's represented. Yeah. Arroni. He He knows where it's at. So expensive. Always sneak in some sweets from home. You could do that too. Yeah, sneak in some sweets from home. All right, enjoy your dinner, Apple. 
Enjoy your dinner. All right, Nicole, please. I would love to hear your favorite, your favorite actor or actress, but my favorite actor, I must say, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is up there. I'm a big fan of Brad Pitt. I'm a big fan of Bradley Cooper. Big fan of Bradley Cooper. Christian Bale. I like him quite a bit. For actresses, um, Natalie Portman does some great work. Mm, Who else? Man. Oh, wow. Who plays Black Widow? I forgot her name. I'm thinking Natasha. I like her quite a bit. Um, Aquafina. Aquafina. She's in the Marvel movies as well. She's extremely funny. I like her. She's in uh, Shang-Chi. Great. So those are some of my favorites. Of course, Tom Hanks. Come on. He might be the GOAT. Greatest of all time. Tom Hanks. I'm a fan. I am a fan. Please write in the comments who is your favorite actor? Who is your favorite actress? Meryl Streep. Come on. She can do anything. Thank you. Scarlett Johansson. I'm a fan. Loved her in Black Widow. Loved her in Black Widow. And um, who played her sister? Florence Pugh, I think. Big fan. Okay. Thank you, Apple the Frog. Squid Game has been very popular here. Very popular. I tried to get my family to watch Squid Game with me, but they were too scared. Tom Holland. He is amazing. He plays Peter Parker so well. Jessica Chastain. I mean, how can you go wrong? So talented. It's good ones. Yeah, Christian Bale is kind of like next level. Um, Here's a term that I don't have a slide for, but a chameleon. A chameleon. When an actor is a chameleon... It means if you watch them in a movie, you might not know it's them because they can change their appearance so much. Christian Bale, he was in um, a movie called The Fighter. He was in a movie called The Fighter and he played a person addicted to drugs. So he was really skinny. But then a few years later, he played one of our former vice presidents in a, in a movie called vice very overweight. He had gained weight. You couldn't tell it was him. He's a chameleon. Meryl Streep is a chameleon. She can just do anything. And sometimes you don't even realize it's Meryl Streep. She can sing. She can act squid. What is a squid? Mm, Good question. It's an animal that lives in the sea. Some people eat it. And I think I can pull up a picture of it here. Let's see. Just give me a second. I think I can pull up a picture. It's probably a lot easier to sh- <coughs> excuse me, show you what a squid is than to describe it. So that, my friend, is uh, some pictures of squid. And notice one squid. 
two squid, I think. I don't think we say squids. It's not a very common word, though. So there are a lot of picture of squid there. Yeah, I think squid. I think squid stays singular, even though it's plural. Just like shrimp. It's another animal that lives in the sea. All right, hope that helps. Richard Gere, solid classic, classic. Oh gosh, I don't know. Aaron Paul. Oh, Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Breaking Bad. And there's a guy. What's his name? He's a good actor, too, that plays. Man, I can't think of his name. But the, the guy that plays the like the teacher that cooks up the drugs. Is that a new phrasal verb for you? Cooks up drugs. Hopefully, you never have to use that. But he's a, he's a chemistry teacher. He was on Seinfeld. I can't remember the guy's name, but yeah. Good. Oh, somebody asking about chameleon. A chameleon is an animal in English that um, that changes color. So that's where that comes from. Chameleon. Chameleon. Look at oh man, I forgot. Anthony Hopkins. Cuba Gooding Jr. Good stuff. Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholson. Sorry. Good stuff. Good stuff. Tommy. Tommy boy. Is that one? Tommy boy with, Oh yeah. Brian Cranston. Thank you. Yeah. Great actor. Brian Cranston. He's done some movies lately that I've seen him in. And he's like, he's really good. Really good actor. Jody Foster. She hasn't done a lot lately, but my gosh, Samuel L. Jackson. How can you not? Right. Samuel L. Jackson. He's not a chameleon. He is the opposite of a chameleon. Like when Samuel L. Jackson is in a movie, you're like, yeah, that's Samuel L. Jackson. He almost plays the same character in every movie, but what a great character that is, right? Christoph Waltz. Yeah. I saw a clip. I saw, now he's Austrian, isn't he? I saw a clip with him and Anya is German. I saw a clip, a clip is another way to talk about a snippet. Remember the the clip earlier? You can clip this this lesson. He was telling the difference between Austrians and Germans. It's very funny. Ah, yeah, I had to look up what that word is. Bruce Willis was diagnosed with aphasia. I had never heard of that before, and I'm not exactly sure I'm pronouncing it correctly, but... It's where you start losing your, your memory, where you can't communicate anymore. So, um, yeah, very sad. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Bruce Willis, John Travolta, Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson, um, Vig Rhymes, I believe is his name, Pulp Fiction. One of my favorite movies of all time. Chameleon. Chameleon. Nice. Thank you, Alex. Chameleon. All right. We've only talked about real movies. It's probably because I really only watch real movies. But the animated ones from Pixar, I love. I don't know that other one you mentioned. But if anybody does, I'd love to hear more about it. 
All right. I'm, I, I need to go on with Jude Law. So many good, so many good actors and actresses. Nicely done. All right. Yes. Okay. Aroni is mentioning Bruce Willis too. Bruce Willis has done some great stuff. Die Hard. Die Hard is a great movie. All right. Thank you for all the comments. It's fun to read. I need to stop reading. Look at this. Daniel Day-Lewis. Chameleon. Daniel Day-Lewis. One of the best. He played Lincoln. He's done so many other things. He's done the Gangs of New York. like, And he's a chameleon. He looks different in almost every movie. Oh, you also say um, arm and a leg and Kurdish. I would love to visit uh, Iraqi Kurdistan one day too. Love to. Okay, Richard Gere. Richard Gere is, is popular. Oh, Adam Driver. Thank you. So many, so many names here. Adam Driver, I think, is one of the best of his generation. That's something else we say, um, the best of their generation. It compares all of the other actors their same age. So you could say uh, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, the best of their generation. Tom Hanks, the best of his generation. Daniel Day-Lewis, you know, he's a little younger than Tom Hanks, best of his generation. And Adam Driver probably the best of his generation i mean there are a lot can't forget the ladies got meryl streep one of the best natalie portman as i mentioned before jada pinkett smith i don't know is she i don't i don't want will smith to slap me i don't i, I better keep i better keep his wife's name out of my mouth but i don't think when you talk about great actresses you're thinking ooh. Jada Pinkett Smith. Probably not. But again, I don't want to get slapped. So let's move on. We were talking about overpriced. How about this term? Dim the lights. Dim the lights. Are you familiar with this term? Dim the lights. If the lights dim, it means they're on just a little bit not all the way off. So in a movie theater, they might dim the lights when the show starts. The lights may stay on just a little bit. So if you do have to go to the bathroom, you won't trip over the person next to you. You won't trip over the person next to you. The next one emergency exit so one reason the lights don't go all the way off they just dim is because you might need to find the emergency exit and those lights are always on got a sentence for you here <clears throat> as i probably rehydrate just while i'm thinking of it if you haven't given this lesson a like and you're learning some English, you mind, you mind hitting that like button? All right, here's a uh, sentence for you for emergency exit. It's a good idea to search for the emergency exits when you first arrive in the theater. 
you know, just in case something happens, if there's a fire, if you need to leave really quickly, there are usually emergency exits at the front of the theater and also the back, usually the way you enter. Looking through the chat. Oh, maybe Anya has to leave. Yeah, come on. Hey, Steve Carell. Yeah, great in the office. He's great on the big screen too. <clears throat> Let's talk about this for a second. I don't have a slide for this, but when we talk about the big screen, we're talking about movies. When we talk about the small screen, we're talking about television. So on the small screen, Steve Carell was in the office. On the big screen, Steve Carell has been in a movie called Foxcatcher. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie Foxcatcher, but don't sleep on Foxcatcher. It's a good movie with Steve Carell on the big screen. I just use that term, don't sleep on. We use that in English when you want someone to watch something, when you don't want them to miss out. Hey, Foxcatcher, it's a good movie. Don't sleep on Foxcatcher. You should totally see it. So hope that helps. Good one, Mary. Good one. <clears throat> Anybody have any questions about emergency exit or dim the lights? I'll be checking the chat for that. The next term I would love to teach you, in case you don't know, is summer blockbuster. Summer blockbuster. Just in case you haven't noticed, a lot of the bigger movies, like the Marvel movies, Jurassic Park, those big movies that have a big budget, we'll talk about budget in a little while, budget is the amount of money it costs to make a movie but those big budget movies with the big stars they're often called summer blockbusters and they usually come out in the summer so a summer blockbuster comes out in the summer and it's a big movie it will probably cost a lot of money to make but it will probably also make a lot of money good Got a sentence here for you. Summer blockbusters usually hit the theaters at the end of May during Memorial Day weekend. So I hope that sentence has something new for you there. Hit the theaters. It's another way to say that a movie is coming out. So uh, when, I don't know what movie's coming out here. Hey, when does the next Marvel movie hit the theaters? So it's just another kind of a way that native speakers will say a movie is coming out. Summer blockbusters usually hit the theaters at the end of May during Memorial Day weekend. A little bit of um, American culture here. We have a holiday at the end of May called Memorial Day weekend. And that is the unofficial start to summer. Now, summer officially starts in June at the, at the end of May. We have a three-day weekend, so a lot of people don't have to work 
on that Monday, we call it Memorial Day. People have cookouts. People get together with family. And it's the unofficial start of summer. We also have an unofficial end of summer. Does anybody know that holiday? The unofficial end of summer? I'll give people a chance to... Uh, oh, Maria is just stopping by for a quick hello. Maria, I hope you have a great Saturday. I know it's it's probably morning for Maria in Argentina. Hope you're doing well. Summer Blockbuster. All right, just checking the chat. Ghostbusters. Hey, yeah, a couple years ago. Was it two summers ago, maybe? Blockbusters. I'm uh, sorry. Ghostbusters was a summer blockbuster. That's hard to say. A couple summers ago, Ghostbusters was a summer blockbuster. Right? I think it came out in the summer. Makes me think, no. Good guess, Anya. Good guess. Labor Day. I mean, Labor Day. I just said it. Uh, Thanksgiving is a little bit too late maybe in the year, but Labor Day, it's a, it's a day that you might not know. Labor Day. Um, and no other countries do have something they call Labor Day, but our Labor Day is the first weekend in September. Labor Day. Ooh, close. Veterans Day. Good guess. That's in November also. So November and Thanksgiving is in Thanksgiving. November has Thanksgiving and Veterans Day. In the United States, Veterans Day is always November 11th. November 11th. Oh, Apple. Oh, you just you just reminded me. Hmm, maybe I should show some horror movies. No, you're safe. No horror movies this week. The next one matinee matinee if you are a, a french speaker you might know this word matinee that is a movie that is shown in the afternoon so you might go to a matinee to save money usually the price is a little cheaper during the afternoon where some matinees go until the early evening like my local movie theater, the matinee starts at like 12 when they open. And I think it goes until six. It might be four o'clock in the afternoon, but I think it's six. So the prices are usually a little cheaper for a matinee. A matinee is a movie shown during the afternoon and the prices are usually cheaper. Hope that helps there. Matinee. You probably knew that word already, especially if you're a French speaker. Freddie Wolf still here. I missed your question, Emmanuel. Oh, my bad. My bad. Put it in there again. I'll, I'll check it out. Manual. That's okay. You're not late. You're not late. <clears throat> Excuse me. Love the allergies. Yeah, I don't see your question, Emmanuel. All right, let's see. What's this? Ali, how are you? How are you, sir? I work for a British company and I have a few English words and I want to strengthen the conversation. Hey, what's going on from Iraq? Glad to have you, my friend. 
Iraq is in the house. Iran is in the house. Cutter's not in the house. Oh, I don't think um, Angelo is here. He sometimes shows up from Qatar. Say like, we have a lot of people in the Middle East. Um, Mahdi from Saudi Arabia. He's not here today, though. I don't think either. People are busy. Let's see. How about to use shrug off, shrug off, um, and pronounce it. Yeah. Um, if you shrug something off, you don't let it bother you. Like ah, uh, you get over it pretty quickly. When when we shrug. That's shrug. So if you shrug something off, you just like, ah, doesn't bother me. If somebody criticizes, hopefully you saw that lesson I did earlier this week. If somebody criticizes you, says you're doing something wrong, you could shrug it off. Like, ah, I don't care. Don't let it bother you. <clears throat> Freddie Wolf, French speaker, native French speaker, but also English speaker says matinee that means in the morning the movies are shown in the afternoon isn't that weird hmm english english being weird again imagine that imagine that and the next one matinee shown in the afternoon oh that's not too confusing what's the next one here let's get rid of this do that oh Actors and actresses. You probably already know that word, right? Actors and actresses. So if it's a guy, probably will call that person an actor. If it's a female, if it's a lady, we'll probably say actress. But in the United States, some words with gender are disappearing. So you might just hear actor for anyone who is in a movie sometimes people don't say actress but if you ever hear actress it is a person who is female i got a couple more words here that i think will help you with actor and actress the actor or actress who has the lead or the biggest role is called the star so the star of the movie Black Widow is Scarlett Johansson. So she is the star of that movie. She has the lead role. You might also hear that lead role. And when we spell it that way, role is spelled like this role, the lead role. The actor or actress who has the lead or the biggest role is called the star. I think I have uh, one other term that you might not know dealing with actor or actress. The cast. Wait, that's the next one. I got to okay, hang on. That's it. Okay. So the cast, that's a whole bunch of actors and actresses. And unfortunately, we use cast a couple different ways. It's English. The cast is what we call all the actors and actresses in the movie. From the star all the way down to the extras. Extras. I hope that's a new term for you. 
extras, um, those are just extra people in the movie. They might not even have a speaking role. They might not have any lines in the movie. I think we talk about lines in a minute. Lines, that's what an actor says in the movie. But an extra, let's say there's a boxing movie. And you have two people in the ring boxing. Those are the actors. They might be the stars of the movie. Well, you need an audience. You need a lot of people to fill in those small roles. We call those extras. Extras in a movie. Hope that helps. But if you look, there is another way we use cast. And you see that person with the the broken arm like that. So if somebody breaks a bone, they might have to put a cast on it. Here's a sentence you can practice shadowing with. She has a cast on her leg because she broke it last week. She broke her leg last week, so they had to put on a cast. But when we talk about movies, a cast is pretty much every actor and actress in that movie. And you can see that piece of paper those actors are looking at. It's called the script. I think we'll talk about that soon. Not the next one. We'll talk about that one soon. Script. Any questions on that? All right. Alex says, what's the difference between movies that are shown in the matinee and movies shown at the normal time? Is this the same movie? Yeah. The only thing is, is it's a little cheaper. So I think so many people work during the day. There aren't as many people who go to the movies during the day. The theater tries to get more people in. So the price is a little cheaper for the matinee. It's a little cheaper for the afternoon movies. Let's see. Good question. Natalia has so many good questions. Star is also a verb. Yes, we can stay. We can stay. Natalie Portman stars in Black Swan. I think that's the movie she won the uh, the Oscar for. We might talk about Oscar in a minute. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, English is crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, so verb. A star can be used as a verb. She stars in the movie Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson does. Interesting. Harry is an actor in his life movie. Okay. Hey, The Matrix. That's a movie. Maybe we're just all living in a matrix. Maybe it's a simulation. It's a big word in English. A simulation. It's like not real life. It's a computer program. None of this is real. Getting a little too deep on an uh, an English lesson about movies. Oh, yeah. Cast. Can use that with fishing. And I did an English lesson on my other channel. Cecilia mentioned something else about another way we use it. Um, I can't remember what you said yesterday, Cecilia. 
Cecilia is also an English teacher, so she's really good at this stuff. <clears throat> cast. Yeah, if you're fishing, you could cast a line into the water and try to catch a fish. Maybe I should do a mini lesson on the hundred ways we use cast in English. It's a pretty common word. Who knew there were so many ways, so many ways to use cast? Yes, script. I think we're getting to that one pretty soon. Um, script. Anytime you see script in English, think of writing. So actors look at a script when they're trying to memorize their lines, when they're trying to learn their lines by heart. A transcript, it's a little different. Um, you might have a transcript or subtitles for a YouTube video. So the subtitles, which should be available for this lesson soon, probably tomorrow. If you print those out, all of the words I say, that would be a transcript. So a little different from script. Um, yeah, I think I usually transcripts are printed out. For instance, if you go to college, you could have college transcripts. Or if you go to high school, you could have high school transcripts. That's basically your grades. So English. Mm. What's cast? Oh, Fayez, I think, Cecilia, didn't you use cast as a magic spell? Like the witch cast a spell on the cat or something like that? I think you... I think you, yes, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Cecilia. Yeah. There's so many ways we can use cast. It's crazy. Who knew cat Mary cast a ballot. Yeah. When you, when you go to vote for a politician, you cast your ballot. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so glad that I grew up speaking English. Because I think it's really hard to learn. Nice job. Nice job. <clears throat> All right. A couple more. I do. It is getting late. This is taking longer than I thought for this lesson. So um, we might have to end it here. And then I might do a, another bonus English lesson on movies later on. Let's do one more though here. One more here. Director. Director. So director is the person in charge of making the movie. It's the boss on the set. The set is the place we call where a movie is made. The set. The director is the boss on the set. Got a little sentence there for you. The director is the person in charge on a movie set where the movie's being made. You know, so you have lights on the set. If it's in a, a boxing ring, you'll have the ring. That's part of the set. The cameras are part of the set. But guess what? The director has a boss too. And that boss is called the producer. And the producer is in charge of a lot of things, mostly the money. And that controls everything, doesn't it? Money controls so much. 
We call that person the producer. So if you ever hear the producer of a movie, the producer is the director's boss. This person usually takes care of the budget. What's the budget? The budget is the money it takes to make the movie. Budget. So if a movie has a big budget, it's probably a summer blockbuster. Yeah, in the United States, movies that are released in January or, or December, January, they're usually more, um, they're not as expensive and they're usually a little deeper. Usually things are changing. If a movie is released in February or March, it's usually not a very good movie. There isn't a lot happening. Like right now, if you look at the theaters, what movies are playing now, I don't think there's anything great. Starting in April, May, June, July, August, that's when your summer blockbusters come out. Big budget movies, big stars. Hope that helps. Let's check the chat here. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I will have to do a little research. Like, how many different ways do we use cast in English? It, it might be helpful. Oh, Sardor. Yeah, you could cast doubt on somebody. My goodness. Wait, wait, Anya. Anya has a great idea. What is it? Okay. You could probably do a, a lesson on cast. I think I could. I don't know if anybody would watch it, though. I don't know. Wait, you have a pretty close friend, Sam, who is a movie producer? Oh, we'll have to talk. We'll have to talk. Yeah, Sam, I think, said a couple days ago he wanted to see um, English learners on the channel pop in and do a guest appearance on a future live stream. Might have to do that. Might have to check uh, the Discord server for uh, some some members if they want to come on. Yeah, let me know. We'll, we'll talk maybe this week. We'll talk this week if somebody wants to come on. Pretty sure Cecilia and uh, Maria are usually pretty good at coming on. They're really good at English. The Argentinians, they don't mind getting on camera, right? Maybe we'll do that uh, next week or the week after. I think next week, We'll talk about music. So last week we did books. This week we did movies. Next week we'll do music. And maybe the week after we'll have some guests on. I do love having guests on. Well, look at that. Molly me. Could be an actor. Look good on camera. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. Nicole says, a vote for cast. I got to do it. I got to do it. I can't wait to see you and Bob the Canadian together in a video. I would love that. I would love that. It's been a little while since I've spoken to Bob the Canadian. Maybe I should reach out and email him. Reach out. That might be a new English phrasal verb for you. So if you haven't talked to somebody in a while, you could reach out to them. Or if you need a favor from somebody, you might reach out to them. So a couple different ways we could use reach out. I do have a video that I need to make. I've done the research, but English phrasal verbs to keep you safe. English phrasal verbs are hard too. 
Mary says, bye guys. You know what? I need to get going to, I'm going to Portland tonight. My wife and I, Jamie, we are going to see a comedian. His name is Bert Kreischer. We're actually staying in a hotel and I will do an English lesson from this hotel. The hotel is well over a hundred years old. So should be a pretty interesting lesson. I think I'll think about cast. I'll think about English phrasal verbs that uh, keep you safe, but I got to go. I got to go. Thank you so much for joining me for this um, hour and seven minutes. All right, Sam, thank you. Anya, Harroni, Manuel, let's do it. Got to go. I hope you have a great Saturday. Or if you're in Thailand or Taiwan, I hope you have a good night. It's probably close to bedtime. Adios, amigos.